Mr. Bao saying Shikwembu Ribalela, meaning God forgive us. And yes, we do need one more chance, oh Lord, because as we look at this particular pandemic, which is COVID-19, we are all shaking in our boots. There's so much uncertainty. The information that we have is not always um, able to, to allay our fears and make us feel more comfortable because there is so much yet to be learned about this particular pandemic. However, we are living with it worldwide. It's not a South African issue. It's a national, international issue, and it touches everyone, every race, every creed, every gender. And hence, I think every single person is always tuned in to hear more about the COVID-19. But today, we're going to be speaking personal experience when it comes to COVID-19. And we have taken it a notch higher, and we are speaking to students, grade 12 students to be specific, who opened schools not so long ago, the beginning of last month. And uh, here they are now tested positive for COVID-19 within this week and uh, this is obviously something that a lot of parents have been quite worried about especially with the statistics of COVID-19 forever increasing. I'd like to remind you that you can interact with us. You can call in anonymously or even give us a pseudonym on 0891-104207 or you can uh, SMS us on 41391. WhatsApp line is 0614104107. My first guest today is counselling psychologist Dr. Neo Ule. Dr. Neo, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me again. So we see that uh, a lot of us, especially the parents and educators, are very anxious for the second phase of schools opening up uh, in the next couple of days in South Africa, according to the education department. How do we work around this anxiety? So, I mean, isn't it that um, when we don't know um, what to do with something that we don't understand, um, because really what it, that's what it is. We don't understand this. Um, it's new for everyone, as you just mentioned um, earlier on. And um, everybody's still trying to figure out um, what to do with this, how to work with it, how to live with it. Um, do I stay in the house all the time? Um, how much risk is there if I go outside? Um, so it's really just about... Um, you know, um, keeping a calm attitude um, while still, you know, trying to um, do the best that we can. I think that the best thing that we can do right now is really give ourselves compassion um, because we really, um, we have not experienced this kind of thing before. So compassion um, in terms of um you know, being 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 kind to ourselves about um, the fact that this is this is an uncertain situation. We've never dealt with something like this before, and we we don't know what to do. Um, and and I think that once we can admit to ourselves that we don't know what to do, and we are doing our best, um, I think that we can get somewhere. Definitely. I think the compassion part, giving ourselves compassion, that's one of those things that we need to do and uh, not being too hard on ourselves. I'd like to invite our next guest. We've got two students and I'll start uh, by introducing Musa first. Musa, thank you very much for joining us this evening. How are you? Thank you. Thanks, Musa. I'm excellent. Thank you. Musa, I understand that uh, you are a grade 12 student and we're not going to mention your school name. And uh, I'd like you to perhaps tell us uh, about your experience since you went back to school. 
Um, please repeat, I kind of cut out. Can you hear me now, Musa? Yes, yes, I can. So you're a grade 12 student, correct? Yes. And you went back to school last uh, month, the beginning of last month on the 7th. And how has your experience been going back to school? Seems we're having a problem with Musa's line. Let me move on to our second guest, Bryson. Bryson, how are you this evening? Good evening, Bryson. Good evening, Bryson. We're going to go to a song. It seems our lines are having issues, but we will be back. We're going to be talking to two students, grade 12 students, who have tested positive for COVID-19. And we just want to get their, their experience when they started school, how they felt, and then take it to where they are right now and the sort of support they have or lack of it if there is such a thing. But uh, remember, you can interact with us by dialing 0891104. 207-0011-714045. You can also WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. Soweto Blues with Miriam Mageba, Mama Miriam Mageba, and uh, you are still tuned in to SAFM and Late Night Conversations with me, Patricia Ntuli. You can get us on 104-107 Nationwide. We are talking COVID tested positively um, amongst two matriculants who go to the same school, as a matter of fact. We're not going to mention the name of the school, obviously, because the school's not here to represent themselves. But it, it's not even about the school. It is about the current pandemic that we are all facing as South Africans. And um, on the line, I, will, I have got uh, Dr. Neo Pule, who's a counselling psychologist. We've introduced her. And we've also got Musa. Musa, good evening. Can you hear me now? Good evening, Musa. Sure. Yeah, one of the things that I know we are going to uh, struggle today, I can just feel it in my spirit that uh, technology is not for us. But I know that my technical team uh, is trying to get uh, the callers back on the line. Things are not seeming to be working in our favor, but we will try our best to make sure that we do come back with our guests. You know, everyone in South Africa right now is really, really worried. And yesterday we did speak uh, to uh, one of the unions, Naptosa. And obviously, we all agree and a lot of people agree that it is important for us young children to go back to school. But under the current circumstances and with the evidence that is laid before us coming to the fact that is the Department of Education ready? Are parents ready? Is the information that has been disseminated about this particular virus sufficient for us to be able to allow us children back to school. Well, that's what we need to be talking about. On the other hand, I know a lot of people are saying, well, in any case, the parents are going back to work. We go to the malls, we go to shopping centers to do our essential shopping. And uh, when you go back home, even if your kids are at home, they could potentially contract COVID-19 from you as the parent. And so there are always two sides to the story. But we did hear in the news today that about 6% of the deaths for COVID in South Africa have been accounted to children who have died due to COVID-19. We are not here to make us all fear, but we are here to just say, yo, let's find common ground. Let's support each other. And Dr. Neo Pule, who's our counseling psychologist, did initially say that it is important for us to just be kind to ourselves, to be compassionate to ourselves, because we are all dealing with a mammoth pandemic that we don't really know much about. And um, I think my lines are back up. Remember, you can WhatsApp me. The WhatsApp line is 0614 104 107. 
If you are going to send me a voice note, make sure that it's under one minute long. Make it uh, clear so that we can be able to play it. If you want to SMS us, you can get us on 41391. SMSs are charged at 150. You can call us as well on 0891-104207-011-714-4045. I think my lines are back up again. I've got Bryson. Let's start with Bryson. Bryson, how are you? I'm good, and you? I'm excellent. Thank you, Bryson. Bryson, you. Uh, you have tested positive for COVID-19. Did you have any signs or symptoms before you started school, um, grade 12, when you went back to grade 12 um, in the beginning of uh, last month? Um, any symptoms? No. It all started, I think, a few, a week ago, actually, let me just say, mm-hmm. where it was like, my throat was sore, but it'll come and go. And then uh, someone close to me tested positive. Then I went to test, and that's when I found out I was positive. This person who, who tested positive, um, who was close to you, was it at school or is it someone at home, Bryson? At school. At school. So you're in a boarding yeah. school, correct? Yes, I am. And, and when you found out that your, your friend had tested positive for COVID, obviously, and you looked at your signs of having a sore throat on and off, this is when you probably thought, phew, let me go and test. How did you feel when you, you had to go for the test? Were, were you nervous? Um, you know, I wasn't really nervous. Eh? Um, I was just thinking about if I'm positive, then I really don't want to give this virus to my family. And lives with me, you know what I'm saying? I was just thinking about my family all the time. Mm. Yeah. Did you get any counseling, Bryson? Uh, no, I did not. You did not. So you, you then left boarding school, went to go test, and you found out you were positive. And where, where are you isolating? Are you currently in self-isolation? Yes, I am. I'm at home in my room. So you're at home. You left the boarding school, went home, and... Uh, and and right now, how are you feeling physically? Um, I'm feeling hundred percent. Wow! Like physically, I'm feeling hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. And and emotionally, are you also feeling hundred <laughs> percent? Um. Yeah, you can say that. Yeah. I'm feeling hundred percent. I'm not feeling happy, but I'm just okay. Hmm. We're going to talk about the emotions and just find out from Dr. Bula, who's a counseling psychologist. And you are more than welcome to ask her questions because she's here to assist you and the rest of us who are tuned in. And I'd like to welcome another one of your uh, schoolmates, who's Musa. Musa, good evening. Can you hear me? Good evening, Musa. Thank you very much for for joining us. And, uh, you know, before our lines um, did us in, I was asking you, when you started school, when you had to resume and go back to school last month in the month of June, were you nervous at all after having stayed at home for such a long time under lockdown due to COVID-19? I was kind of nervous. Um, just for the fact that I might get the virus at school, other children might bring it to school and then we take it back home. And obviously, uh, with families that have um, underlying health issues, I was I was kind of nervous for that. But in terms of going back to school and restarting, I was, was kind of happy. So you were happy to go back to school because I'm sure you were also quite uh, nervous because you're in grade 12 as well? 
Yes, yes, yes. Now, how did you work through your fears? Because you're in a boarding school as well, and you are a boarder. How did you work through your fears of saying, I'm nervous that I could go to school and catch COVID, and on the other hand, I am excited to go back to school and just finish this grade 12 year? How did you work through those uh, contrasting emotions? Um, I think it was the support, because I knew everyone was going through the same thing. We could all relate, and my family was... um, had for me to go back to school so it wasn't a thing of they're scared as well and that might um, affect me they were actually quite happy that I'm going back and they're supportive so now you know Musa you have tested positive for COVID-19 how how did you find out did you have any signs or any symptoms um I did have symptoms um it started like at night um, so I had, I think, a dry throat, and it was so, and a headache. So I told my parents um, that uh, I have these symptoms, but um, they shouldn't be alarmed or something like that. So um, I told them that tomorrow morning when I wake up, I'm going to report to the board and and I did, and I went home the next day, and then I got tested. Mm. And when you found out that you were positive, what sort of emotions did you go through? Um, to be honest, I already accepted that I was positive or at least uh, accepted that. So for me, it, was, it wasn't it was anything big. So I just thought of the people that I could have um, infected, like my friends and maybe their families, stuff like that. So, yeah, that was what was going through my head at the time. Dr. Bule, here we are with two people who are in grade 12 who have tested positive for COVID-19, who went into school possibly or, yeah, possibly because they had no signs, no symptoms, um, and it was over 14 days they were at school and they, they, they had no COVID. And a couple of weeks later, they are home now in self-isolation. How do we support each other? How do we ensure that we as the family that has to look after these young people, we as the community, we as the the, the teachers and educating staff support these young people as they go back to school and as they find out that they've contracted COVID-19? You know, it takes um, psychological preparedness um, to deal with the news um, of a positive result and what comes after. The more psychologically prepared we are, um, I guess the better um, we can work with the news and, and what comes after. Um, in general, there's initial worry about many things at the same time, and that can make one feel out of control um, and, you know, um, feel like, you know, they don't know where to begin because they're too many things to deal with. Um, but on the other hand, and as the students are telling us, there might also be a sense of relief to say, okay, fine, now I know what's going on. Um, the situation is predictable. I can actually control it. Um, so that's why it's important for, for people to know their health status. Um, otherwise, if you, if you, if you're not sure what's happening with you, then you actually don't have control and people, um, are usually having anxiety about the fact that they are worried about getting infected. So it's an unpredictable situation for them. So when you 
have the news that you have tested positive, um, then it's a situation you can control because you know the steps to follow and you know what to do. Um, but I think that it's important to support young people in terms of the stigma that might be associated with testing positive. Because in the school environment, we might also um, have to help students to deal with situations of bullying or teasing. Um, and they might sit with feelings of regret and guilt, of blame, shame. Um, I should have worn my mask. I should have not gone there. I should have, you know, all those should have said we, 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 we can go on and on about. Um, but I think that um, we, we need to also help the, the, the young people to um, feel competent and, and in control of the situation um, and, and know that, and for them to know that they are also acceptable in the, in the society, whether they test positive or not. You know, I think the stigma issue is one of those that we should be actually looking at more because both these young uh, people are, and young students are, are, seem exceptionally healthy. I mean, let me go, go, go to you, Bryson. Bryson, you say you're feeling good. You're okay. That's how you feel physically. Bryson, please. Is Bryson on the line? Oh, yes, it's me. Okay, Bryson. You say that you are physically feeling okay. Yes, I am. So, so either than the sore throat, is there anything else that's a sign or a symptom that you have felt in your body? Um, it's just been my sore throat, um, headaches, and that's it. Eh? Other than that, I feel fine. But are you are you nervous about going back to school? And, and this is on the psychological side. Are you nervous about going back to school because of being stigmatized by some of your students? No, not really. Sure. Musa, how are you feeling physically? Um, I'm feeling um, 100% as well. Um, in fact, I think my symptoms stopped in the first week. So now I'm... Like, I have nothing except for this, um, the fact that I can't taste. So, yeah. So, the only symptom that you have is the fact that you can't taste anything? Yes. And th- that has been going on for how long? That, uh, since the beginning. And how long have you been in quarantine so far, Musa? Um, it's been a week now. Thursday, mm. yeah, it's been a week, a week and a few days. And obviously, after the 14 days, you need to go back and have another test, right? Yeah. Are you nervous about that? Yes. Uh, I wanted to come back negative, hopefully. But, yeah, only I'm, I'm positive that uh, I'll come back negative. Are you nervous at all, Musa, about, uh, you know, going back to school and finding that your, your, your fe- fellow classmates and fellow students might stigmatize you or, you know, be scared to come close to you because you tested positive? Well, no, I feel like, no, I think the, the, the guys are, are like a really good bunch of guys. They're supportive and very mature so i don't think that will happen let's go to a voice note and then we'll come back good evening patricia i just like to know from your guests that before they tested positive how many people did they got in contact with and 
are those people also positive or are negative? It is Ntwanana from Lenisha. Thank you. Thank you very much for that question, Tuanelo. Uh, Bryson, let's uh, start with you. Did you hear the question from our listener? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. So do you yes. know roughly how many people you interacted with before you tested positive for COVID-19? And do you know what their status is currently? Um, it's about six, seven people, I think. Um, and they tested positive. So everyone that those six people that you were in contact with are also positive right now. Yes, they are. Do you know if your school is currently closed? Don't mention the name of the school, but do you know if it it, it closed down to to become deep cleaned and and so on? Um, right now, no, the school is not closed. So when it's the news so of you. Uh, you and uh, Musa coming out to say we are COVID positive. Did the school do anything? Was there any measures that ca- they came with to um, alert all parents? Um, you know, they sent a message out to everyone um, about this COVID situation, about everyone being positive and everything. But they said there's no reason for the school to be closed. Okay, let's go to some of our WhatsApps here from uh, David Mtunzi uh, in Mabato. David says, the way the students had been infected and tested positive by COVID-19, could it be in such a way that they still stand a chance to recover from the disease? Uh, We don't have a medical doctor here, David, but I am sure because we've had a lot of cases of higher numbers of cases of recovery from COVID-19 than we have had of deaths. Is that correct, um, Dr. Poole? Well, that's also what I had read. Mm. So that's the statistics that we currently have, that the number of recoveries is much higher than the numbers of deaths. So, yes, we are hoping for speedy recovery for everyone who's positive uh, with COVID-19. But you can hear both Bryson and Musa are sounding very healthy and hearty. Now, the other question here is, how are both guys managing with catching up with their schoolwork since they are behind with the syllabus due to COVID-19 pandemic? Let's start with you, Musa. Well, um, unfortunately enough, because our school offers um, extra lessons on Zoom and they post work on Google Classroom, so I can keep up with the work. But obviously not get like um, the proper face-to-face teachings in class. But uh, yeah, it's all up to you as a student if you wanna, or if you have to keep up with the work. But yeah, I'm trying to keep keep up and catch up. So you are very privileged to be in a school that has been proactive. Bryson, during the time of uh, the initial lockdown before schools open, did you, uh, were you able to engage in your schoolwork and also just make sure that you don't fall behind with the syllabus as you're in grade 12? Um, yes, yes. Yes, I did. Because, Let's give um, Bryson an opportunity classes. to answer. Yes, I did. And how did you manage that? Was it through support from the school? Um, yes, um, because of the school, well, yeah, we're also fortunate enough to have things like Zoom lessons, Google Classroom, you can message the teacher if you need help, um, yeah, stuff like that. 
Now, uh, let me go back here to some questions. Hi, Patricia. All what the government is doing is uh, creating a perfect breeding ground for this virus to flourish because they might not necessarily get infected at the school grounds, but rather at home or on the road to school and will ultimately spread the virus to the other kids at school. This is from Sia Nkosi. And then another one from Anonymous. Anonymous says it's up to parents, really, whether they are concerned about kids missing classes or being concerned about their actual life. We've got a caller on the line, and I want to remind you, if you want to send your WhatsApps, you can do so on 0614-104-107, or you can um, call us on 011-714-4045. I've got Daphne in Cape Town. Daphne, thank you very much for calling. How are you this evening? I'm fine, Patricia. Patricia, I've actually also know people that had the symptoms of the virus. And you know the old people's remedy and the home remedies. And you know it actually, they're actually feeling much better. They ate garlic. They ate garlic in their food and they drank it. They cut it up. They drank it with water and they take two pain tablets a day. You cannot believe it. It actually helped them. Thank you for the call. Bye. Thank you so very much, Daphne. So there's Daphne giving us a herbal remedy, taking garlic in your food and also having garlic in warm water and two pain tablets a day. That cures the the virus. Now, you know, let's go to this voice note. Good evening, Patricia, as well as your guests. I just want to know if the pupils are taking any medication to boost their immune system. Thank you. I'll start with Bryson. Bryson, is there any medication that you were given after testing positive for COVID? Um, yes, there was, I was given an anti, uh, antibiotic by my doctor for my throat. Um, and something for my sinuses, and that's all. And for you, Musa, is there any medication that you were given? Um, I was, uh, I was also given um, antibiotics and uh, immune boosters with um, some medicine for my sinuses as well. So here's uh, Daphne in Cape Town was saying that there are some herbal remedies that, that the old people used to use. I know I'm one of those people. So every time I feel my throat is a bit scratchy, I chew on ginger. Um, I've got my entire family chewing on ginger. And it, it's, it's one of those things besides us being under lockdown because of COVID. Are there any remedies that you, Musa, or your parents are giving you to, you know, remedies outside of the traditional medicines that are given by your doctors? Well, after every meal, my mother comes with um, warm water that I have garlic and lemon in it, or I just drink a ginger tea. So yeah, that's what I do. Okay, and you, Bryson? Um, my mom gives me onion to chew. I don't know why, but like, yeah, she gives me onions. Um, she boils onions and garlic, and then I have to drink that. And then also she gives me a drink called Lingan. It's like um lemon um what else? Lemon, it's hot water and it's honey, that's all. Wow, so these uh, herbal remedies are really coming in handy and I'm really appreciating it. Doctor Bule, you know, 
I'm, I'm listening to the way these young uh, men, young men, I'm going to call them, are sounding. And yes, they are students uh, because I think I, I got someone saying, Patricia, you and doctor are wrong. It's not it's not students, it's learners. But when we look at Oxford, there's a huge difference. A learner is a person who is finding out about a subject or how to do something. Learners can learn without teachers, but students are only students when they have teachers. That's not me. It is Oxford. So, Doctor, you and I, you know, we, we, we're on the student tip, right? <laughs> I'm just clearing that out. But they sound so optimistic and they sound so well prepared, uh, Dr. Pule. How important is counseling in this situation? Not only for these young people who have tested positive, but for parents and students who are about to go back into the schooling system or parents and students of the school that these young um, boys are in? Sure. I mean, I think it's a very important question that you're asking. Um, So I'd like to take it from um, something that I mentioned earlier to say that it takes psychological preparedness to deal with the situation. So the more psychologically prepared I I am, and the more control that I can take, you know, I know that now I have to go and chew on garlic, or, you know, I can show the courage that the learners are showing. Um, I think they're showing us, um, you know, quite some courage, and I think it takes that kind of um, mental strength to deal with something that everybody's afraid of um, and and something that um, somebody else would have had a kind of freeze um, a, a, a response to. Um, so I think that um, counseling is very important, um, you know, because th- this kind of unexpected situation that we're in can land someone into... Um, anxiety, into a lot of worry, into um, overwhelming feelings of helplessness. Um, and and we have seen actually um, a spike in um, mental health complaints uh, um, since the pandemic started. Um, so psychological counseling or even mental health um, help is important um, for all of us to be able to to work with this, you know, in a way that we can come out um, um, psychologically well on the other side. Let's move on to a voice note. Good evening, Patricia. Um, As a grade 12 student, I really would like to know whether or not the students who have been infected with COVID-19 are doing well mentally I'd really like to know how this has affected their mental well-being and how they're able to keep a positive mindset and actually focus on getting their schoolwork done and just focusing on a positive mindset I just really want to know what their state of mind is like thank you that's a very important question, Musa. How are you coping psychologically? I mean, we know grade 12 is one of those very, very difficult points just on its own, just being in grade 12. But now being in grade 12 in the current situation of, 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 around the globe and also having COVID-19, how are you coping mentally? Um, I'm doing well. I'm very optimistic. So I think it's because of the support I've been getting from my friends, teachers, family it, it's been a lot and i'm very grateful so i think 
yeah, if you can surround yourself with uh, positive people, you can you'll be fine. Mm. And uh, for you, Bryson, you heard our listener asking, and she's a fellow grade 12 student, how are you coping mentally? I'm doing good. Eh? I think it's because of the family support and my friends supporting me, checking on me and everything. It's helped me through all of this. So, yeah, mm. I have to say thank you to them. Oh, wonderful. Dr. Dr. Pule. You know, you were speaking about the importance of counselling. Do you think that the education department, basic education department, has a role to play in ensuring that every school will have at least some sort of counselling available for students and teachers and even parents, even our healthcare system, to support our students and to support our educators and the staff in the education system during this time? Definitely. I mean, I don't think it's only the education department. I think every piece of society, every sector of society um, needs to come together to prioritize our mental health um, and the kind of support systems that we can put in place to support those who exist in those systems. Um, but I think especially for grade 12 learners and grade 12 teachers, and since we're talking about um, the school system today, um, I think that will be a very important um, support service to provide. And um, what I know is that the Department of Health and Department and Department of Social Development have come together to 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 set up a psychosocial support system. Um, and and those those um, services are available to, to all people. Um, but I think it, it it is a very important um, aspect that we can forget about. Um, and we only look at, um, you know, what I can do to feel better physically. Um, and we, we, we can put the mental health on the back burner. And meanwhile, you know, the, the more psychological well you are actually, the more supported your system will be to get physically well. Let's take a bit of a breather. We'll be back after this. Remember, we are talking about um, testing positive for students during this time of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. And we've got two students on the line who are in grade 12 who have tested positive and are currently in self-isolation. And they contracted COVID-19 at uh, in the school environment, a boarding school here in South Africa. And we've also got Dr. Bule, Newo Bule, who's a counseling psychologist, just helping us to understand the importance of getting counseling when you are faced with such a, a situation as a parent and also for the learners you can call in on 0117144045 or you can sms us on 41391 whatsapp number is 0614104107 SFM leading the late night conversation late night conversations with patricia Anduli, monday to thursday 10 p.m till midnight SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide and on DSTV channel 814. On social media platforms, you can get us at SAFM Radio at Patricia N. and Uli. You can call us on 0891 104 or 011-714-4045. We are speaking to two brave grade 12 students who have tested 
positive for COVID-19, but are fighting it and are optimistic and have all the support from their family and their teachers and friends. And they're just giving us their experience. And we also have Dr. Newapule, who's a counseling psychologist, who's helping us understand um, what, the importance of counseling. Remember that we'd love to hear from you as well. Let me go to um, a message here from Sia. Sia is in Hout Bay in Cape Town. Sia says, hi, Patricia. I must say that these young men are very fortunate that they are in boarding school. What about the low fee paying school learners that are also in grade 12 living in uh, four by four informal settlements without support systems? And then the next one says, hi, Patricia. You know, school forms part of spreading COVID-19. I'm now concerned about the return of grade R's uh, on Monday, the 6th. Remember, grade R can play randomly and possibly of, and the possibility of them removing masks is at 90%. And then uh, the next one says, hi, Patricia, I'm Madimeja and he's, called, he's from Map. Mapela. He says, I just want to ask from the doctor if it is possible to be infected again and be, after you have recovered. Dr. Pule? That would be a medical doctor's question. <laughs> yes, yes. So unfortunately, Dr. Pule is a counseling psychologist and she's not a medical doctor. But um, what we are talking about today is obviously the fact that we we want to give support and have an understanding and have first-hand experience of people who have contracted COVID, and that's what we have here, uh, the two young men. In terms of, you know, the support that you're receiving, Bryson, at school, you say the support is helping you and the support that your family is receiving. But do you feel that your family also needs to be given support as you have tested a COVID positive? Bryson, are you on the line? Oh, yes, yes, I'm on the line. What is the question again, sir? I was asking you, since you say that your school, your teachers, your friends and your family have been supportive yes. during this time. Yes. You are now at home and obviously yes. you interact with your family. Do you feel yes, that do. your family might also need some sort of support as much as they are giving you support um yes i do because i feel like they're worrying more than mm -hmm. i'm worrying because i'm not worried about me having corona they worried that i'm that i have corona i'm not worried about that i'm worried about them getting it but they're stressing that i have corona just in case something happens to me mm. And Musa, how do you feel? Do you feel your family needs support as well? Or are they well supported and, you know, well educated about the the, the virus that you're currently um, fighting? Well, in the beginning, um, I'm sure everyone will be kind of scared. So in the beginning, um, my, my parents were, were, were a bit scared and they needed support. And that's exactly what they got. They got support and they read up on the actual virus and all the medical findings on it so they kind of reassured themselves about how to handle the situation so they did get the support and yeah they're doing fine now and then Dineo is asking here on WhatsApp, uh, Dineo is saying, and we'll take you first, Musa. This is so contagious. How do they comply with isolation? For example, who gives them their meals? Do they wear gloves? Can they please explain more? Musa, can you explain more? How are you complying with the, the you know, being in isolation? 
So, yes, um, my parents uh, come with the food and they drop it by the door and um, go pick it up. And obviously, after I finish, I have my own disinfectant spray inside my room, which I spray the bowl or whatever I'm eating in, and I leave it outside again. Then my parents come with their gloves and mask, and then they take it again. And, uh, I mean, I understand you're talking about the food issue, but you obviously, unless you've got your own bathroom, do you have your own bathroom at home? Yes, I have my own bathroom. Okay. So no one else goes into your bathroom. You are constantly in your room. You don't go anywhere else in the house. No. Mm. And Bryson, how how are you complying with uh, isolation? Um, Well, I'm the same thing. Um, They bring the food to my door. Then I fetch it from there, I eat, then I put it back. Then they come fetch it, then they take it back to the kitchen. But I have my own like plate, utensils, everything. Mm-hmm. And then they wash it in a different basin and everything. Very stringent rules. And I obviously understand that even as uh, the, your parents, your family members who are supporting you also need to be supported because this is a journey that changes our normal way of life. Let's go to a voice note. Good evening, Pat, uh, your team, as well as the listeners of SFM. You know, the COVID-19 issue, it's a tricky one. These uh, students were home all along, then they go back to school, then they get to be infected. So you really don't know whether they were infected while they were still home or they were infected while they were at school. It's a tricky one, really. It's, it's, it's a case of where... All of us who really need to protect ourselves and uh, follow all the protocols. But otherwise, I wish them a speedy recovery. Uh, it's Kumi in Middleback. Good evening to you, Metia. Thank-, thank you very much, Kumi. And uh, thank you very much for wishing them a speedy recovery because that's very mm-hmm. important, right? It's not just mm-hmm. us sucking information and finding out how they live. Dr. Bule, it's very important for us to be compassionate because these, yeah. these young men have really bared their chest open to us. They have told us how they are living. And it's not very often that we are able to have a first-hand experience of someone who has the COVID-19. Sure. You know, I mean, I've said um, earlier and um, commended them for the courage they've shown. Um, but something that I've been thinking about while, um, you know, listening in and the questions and as the show has been going on, um, is that children, um, and when I say children, I mean, you know, the, 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 the whole spectrum of, of, of who we call children, um, may not necessarily have the psychological capacity to process on their own what is happening um, to them when they have um, a positive result for COVID-19. Um, and one may either... Um, end up feeling incompetent that they, they don't know how to deal with this and lose the independence they may have felt before. Um, one may take responsibility um, and, and, and the burden of protecting everybody else, and that has a psychological impact. Um, and in some ways, that, that comes across, or one can see it as confidence, optimism, but that confident optimism is actually a front for wanting to be strong for everybody else and taking on that responsibility that is actually too big for children to take. 
Um, so that is something that we, we haven't discussed um, and something that would be very important for parents to take note of and help their children because this can affect someone's self-esteem. Um, and you take this into adulthood in terms of being the one that protects everyone um, and then you lose compassion for yourself. Thank you. You know, the point that you have made is really vital. Thank you so very much, Dr. Bule, um, for joining us this evening. Thank you, Bryson, and thank you, Musa. We are wishing you a speedy recovery, and we are wishing you great success with your academics for the year 2020. The class of 2020, we are going to be hailing you, all of you. Thank you so very much. Thank you. It's our pleasure. Thank you. Let's go to Zolega Kodasha in the newsroom.